Welcome back to Easy AI, the podcast where we unravel the mysteries of artificial intelligence in a way that's both engaging and accessible. I'm your host, Nova, and today we have a very special guest, Emma LeCun, an expert in the field of deep learning and convolutional neural networks. Hello, Emma. We're thrilled to have you with us. Hi, Nova. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited to discuss the fascinating world of classification, convolutional neural networks with you and your audience. Let's dive right in. Can you start by explaining to our listeners what convolutional neural networks, often known as CNNs, are? Absolutely. Convolutional neural networks are a type of deep neural network that are particularly adept at processing data with a grid-like topology. This makes them especially suitable for tasks like image recognition. They are made up of layers that mimic the way the human visual cortex works to identify patterns and shapes. Interesting. Can you break down for us what makes these networks so effective at classifying images? Sure. One of the key components of CNNs are convolutional layers. They apply filters to an image that can capture specific features like edges, colors, or textures. These layers are stacked, so as you go deeper into the network, it starts recognizing more complex patterns. This hierarchical structure allows CNNs to learn increasingly abstract representations of the input data. That's pretty intuitive. Could you tell us more about these filters you mentioned? Filters, or kernels, are small matrices used to perform operations on the pixel values of the image. When a filter is applied or convolved across an image, it results in a feature map that highlights where certain characteristics are detected in the image. And how does this process contribute to classifying an entire image? As we stack these convolutional layers, we create deeper feature maps that represent higher-level features. After several layers, the network has a complex understanding of the image. Then we typically use a layer type called a fully connected layer that acts as a classifier. It takes the deep abstract features and maps them to specific classes like dog or cat. Got it. Now what about the role of activation functions in CNNs? Activation functions are crucial because they introduce nonlinear properties to the network, allowing it to learn more complex patterns. A popular activation function in CNNs is the rectified linear unit, or RELU, which simply replaces any negative pixel value in the feature maps with zero, enhancing the nonlinearity without affecting scale. Interesting use of simplicity. What happens after the model has applied these filters and activation functions? After convolution and activation, pooling layers are often used to reduce the spatial dimensions of the feature maps. This not just reduces computation, but also helps in making the detection of features somewhat invariant to scale and orientation. So it seems like there's a process of refining and condensing the information. How do we go refined feature maps to an actual prediction? Once we have our condensed feature maps, they get flattened into a one-dimensional vector and go through those fully connected layers I mentioned earlier. Those layers consolidate the learned features into a final set of scores for each class. These scores typically undergo a softmax function that converts them into probabilities, which we use to determine the network's final prediction. Now, could you explain how training a CNN works? How do you teach it to correctly classify images? Training a CNN involves using a large data set of labeled images. We pass these images through the network to get predictions. We then measure the accuracy of those predictions using a loss function, 
which tells us how far off our predictions are from the true labels. And how does the CNN improve its accuracy? We use an algorithm called backpropagation that calculates the gradient of the loss function concerning each weight in the network. Then we adjust the weights slightly in the direction that reduces the loss, typically using an optimization algorithm like stochastic gradient descent. It's like the network is learning from its mistakes, right? Exactly. Over multiple iterations or epochs, this process of forward pass, loss calculation, and backpropagation gradually improves the network's weight values, leading to better recognition accuracy. It seems like a resource-intensive process. Are CNNs always large and complex? They can be, but not always. The complexity of a CNN is often proportional to the complexity of the classification task at hand. For more intricate tasks, a deeper network with more layers might be necessary. However, for simpler tasks, or when we're limited by computational resources, smaller networks can be used effectively. With the risk of making large models, do CNNs struggle with overfitting? Overfitting is a concern with any machine learning model. It can happen when a network learns to perform really well on the training data, but fails to generalize well to unseen data. Techniques like dropout, where randomly selected neurons are ignored during training, and data augmentation, where we artificially expand the training data set with altered versions of the images, help combat overfitting. What about the challenges in creating data sets large enough to train these networks? How do AI researchers handle that? That's a significant concern. Good data sets are essential for training effective CNNs. Researchers often use data augmentation, transfer learning where a pre-trained model is fine-tuned with a smaller data set for the new task, and sometimes synthetic data generation to boost the available data for training. Transfer learning sounds like a useful shortcut. Could you explain a bit more about how that works? Sure. Transfer learning leverages the knowledge a CNN has acquired from being trained on a large, diverse dataset, such as ImageNet. This pre-trained model has learned many different features that are useful across a wide range of image classification tasks. We can take this model and either use it as is or continue training called fine-tuning on our specific task using our smaller dataset. That seems extremely efficient. Are there any exciting developments in the field of CNNs that you're currently looking forward to? One area that's really exciting is the development of attention mechanisms within CNNs. This can help the network focus on relevant parts of the image more effectively. There's also ongoing work making CNNs more interpretable, helping us understand why they make certain decisions. That would definitely be a big step towards AI transparency. Unfortunately, our time is almost up. Emma, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with us today. It's been my pleasure, Nova. Thank you for having me on Easy AI. To our listeners, stay curious and keep exploring the possibilities of AI. Until next time.